Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him as we're on location in Lubbock, Texas. That's right. We're at the site of the Kingdom Business Workshop that kicks off, well, it kicked off last night and it's going to be, it's in full Fledge, it's going full force this morning as we broadcast all the way over from Lubbock, Texas, but around the country. However you're listening to us today, just know that we've prayed for you and that we really would love for you to connect with us. And there's a number of ways people can connect with us. Yeah, you know, our website is iworkforhim.com. That's iwork4him.com. And, you know, I think one of the things I'd like to point out today, Jim, is just the whole idea that we have... um, our story on our website. And if people really want to know how I work for him started, they can certainly check that out on our contact, our page. It's our staff page where we talk about us and um, there's our little story there. And they can also call into our listener line at 866-713-9675. That's 866-713-WORK. And every day we give away a book on the show and that is promoted during um, what the third, third segment. segment of the yep. show. So if people want a copy of that book, please call in and leave us your textable phone number or an email address, but make sure you spell it out. If you give me an email address, cause they're tough sometimes to understand what people's email address is. And we'll make sure we connect with you. All right. Like I said, we're back in Lubbock, Texas today to highlight the stories of the impact of implementing everything you'll be learning when you and your leadership team come to the October Kingdom Business Workshop. Today, we hear from two powerful members of the Beaten Bow Homes team and how, how they've been part of the implementation of everything God has laid on the hearts of the leadership team at Beaten Bow Homes. To put it lightly, Beaten Bow Homes is no ordinary business. It's a kingdom business that balances a profitable return and a valuing of their employees. Cal Zant is the president of Beaten Bow Homes, and Gina Roach is the VP of Sales and Marketing. Let's hear from them on how they do it and how you can learn all about it at the next Kingdom Business Workshop. Cal Zant, Gina Roach, welcome to I Work For Him. Hey, thanks for, yeah. thanks for it. I'm excited to be here, Tim. Yeah, thanks for inviting us. Gina, I never asked you if that's really how you said the last name. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, good. Yeah. All right. So I imagine, though, growing up in middle school and high school, nobody ever made fun of that last name. Well, it wasn't my last name. Oh, so see, there you go. She married it was your married. poor husband's last name. I chose it. That's what you're, I tell people. Believe poor, it or not. <laughs> I get that. So. I chose Brangenberg. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? It means I had to. I have to spell it an awful lot. A lot. Yeah. The last 32 oh, years. Boy. Okay. All right. So ladies first. Gina, talk about how you became a Christ follower. Well, I actually grew up in the Catholic Church, so most of my life I thought I was a Christ follower, honestly. Um, We went to church every single Sunday in CCD, Um, but until I came to Beaten Bow Homes, I didn't really know what that meant, honestly. Uh, I didn't know much about the Bible at all, although I went to church every single weekend. And I thought that was so interesting when I was here, the stories that people would tell me. And so a lot of my seeking the Lord is from my time here is from what I have seen and learned from people here. And so I would say May, 2007 uh, on a vision trip here, a mission trip here is really where I started seeking and following the Lord. It's been a process ever since then. It wasn't overnight that there was change, but really that's when it all started. Um, again, I always tell people God met me in the Amazon. He met you in the Amazon, but because of your job, because of my job, how cool is that? Where does that happen? 
Right here at Beaton right, Bow Homes in right Lubbock, Texas. But it happens in workplaces all over the country. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay, so Cal Zant, president of Beaton Bow Homes, talk about how you became a Christ follower. Um, I grew up going to church um, with my family, and I would say uh, I, I knew of God. Uh, I didn't know God. I couldn't recognize his voice. didn't know him personally. And uh, uh, Yeah, at, at an early age, started to rebel from that and uh, honestly took that to an extreme. Uh, I, I say God has blessed me with a very colorful testimony. Um, <laughs> I ended up uh, with a, a drug and alcohol addiction that honestly saved me from. Um, uh, just like Jesus met uh, Gina in the Amazon, he met me in the drunk tank of Lubbock County Jail. So uh, I, I really feel like he did. He was pursuing me even in the midst of my brokenness and, and met me there. Um, and that's when I first heard his voice and started to get to know him. Um, and he's been saving me ever since, you know, uh, I became a cross follower again this morning. So, uh, <laughs> it's a decision. It's a daily decision, isn't it? So, it is. Kyle, how did you get introduced to beaten Bow homes? I mean, obviously you didn't come in here starting up as the president. Yeah. Just looking for a job, found it on monster or something. Uh, honestly, I didn't know anything about beaten Bow homes. I had heard. Rumors of the Beatonbow family. It turned out I lived in a Beatonbow home for a little while in college. But I didn't know that. Uh, didn't know much about the company. I was just, uh, at the time, a software developer. And they had an open position for a programmer. One of a couple interviews I had lined up um, came in. And lots of our transformation as a business has happened since I've been here. But even then, they had... Uh, the company values on a banner, I remember, and the one on top was honor God. And I thought, oh, that's weird. Uh, <laughs> and then a mission statement, uh, at least at the time, was uh, to best use our resources to promote, to promote the kingdom of God. And as on a wall somewhere in the conference room. And, you know, we didn't talk about any of that stuff in the interview, but I could tell something was different about this place. And uh, they didn't offer me the job in that first interview. Um, but I went home and canceled all my other interviews and told my wife, uh, that's where I want to be. I could just tell there was something different about it. And that is, that is not me as, <laughs> as an engineer at heart. Like that is not me at all to, uh, take a step of faith like that. But I could even tell early on there was something different about it. But honestly, how I got here was just provision looking for provision, you know, very cool. Gina, what about you? How did you get attached? How did you get connected to beat Mahomes 12 years ago? My story is actually similar to Cal's. I had never heard of Beaten Bow Homes. However, I was working retail, uh, public relations job, consumer retail, little 12-person business in Dallas, Texas, Starbucks Coffee Company, La Madeline, the Dallas Museum of Art. They were some of our clients. And KB Home, we had worked with them a little bit. And so uh, my now husband, but then boyfriend proposed and was leaving for Lubbock, Texas two days later. So I knew we were moving to Lubbock. He was coming back to school and I was looking for a PR job, which, you know, it's all about who, you know, a lot of the times we didn't live in Lubbock. I didn't know a lot of professional people in Lubbock. And we had one friend that lived here and he worked at an ad agency and he sent me a little link to a job at Beaton Bow Homes. Uh, I didn't know how to pronounce it. I had never heard of it. (laughs) Started asking some of my friends. I had had a friend that I grew up with. Uh, she lived in a small town next to me. We were college roommates for a little bit. They lived in a beaten bow home. And uh, at the time, her boss, his twin brother, worked here. 
And so she kind of gave me some feedback about the company that it was small and growing. And I applied. I remember staying up all night. I was in New Orleans, Louisiana for a press event. And I stayed up until one in the morning filling out that job um, description. So like Cal, I came for provision. I, at the time, really loved public relations and marketing and event marketing. And this job, I I actually was the first PR person at Beaton Bow Homes and got to build that from the ground up, mm. which is something that I really enjoy. So, Very, so both of you were attracted by the atmosphere, even during the interview. Mm. I mean, yes. it, that's pretty cool. I mean, how often do you get to do an interview where you actually, like, you're impressed by the culture before you even start? Um, man, it it's something you can feel when you walk through the doors. Um, no, I can't even tell you how many people have said that, and I felt it myself, just how warm and welcoming and sincere, authentic people were. Um, within five minutes, you could feel it, and it's different. Last fall, we got to be here on a Waffle Wednesday, mm-hmm. and we t- we have told people about it how many times, Martha? Yeah, a lot. And we've had people say, "Oh, I think that's a great idea." <laughs> but, but how we've de- how have we described walking through that door? Well, um, you yeah, know, like it was church, really. Yeah, just this this sense of family, sense of um, welcome, and sense of really care, and that was really the things that I think that really stood out to us as we've gotten to meet the staff now two different times visiting. Yeah, I mean, it's an incredible atmosphere walking in here. Mm-hmm. All right, we've got in the studio with us today, Cal Zant and Gina Roach. They have been at Beaten Bow Homes for 12 years, and the whole Kingdom at Work thing came out of the Beaten Bow Homes organization. These guys have been here for 12 years, and you guys have watched this develop. Gina, as you came to Christ on a vision trip, what is that about? I mean, just talk about it. Okay, you, and, you, and how did you start? What was You started as the PR person, mm-hmm. but you're on a vision trip. A vision trip for Beaten Bow Homes or? A, a vision trip, yep. A mission trip at the time is what we called it for Beaten Bow Homes. It was actually the very first company-sponsored mission trip. We went uh, that fall of 2006. They started discussing the opportunity to go to the Amazon or Africa. Uh, I went to the Amazon. Cal went to Africa that first year, but our trip was the first one to leave in May. And we just went from village to village. I was with uh, Rick and Holly and uh, Tiffany and Chris Berry that are still here. A lot of friends that we have made here. And we went from village to village. And I remember telling my friends about this, that this company was paying 100% of our travel including all of the immunizations that we had to have. The only thing I had to pay for was a passport. And my sister and I got to go and experience what people in Brazil, how they are honoring God. And that was very new to me. When I had applied for my job, I told someone this the other day, when I saw the word ministry on the navigation bar of the website, honestly, I had never heard that word before. Mm. And I had to Google it and go, what is this? And I remember looking at the page and seeing scripture and thinking, I'm really confused right now. Is this a business or is this a church? What is happening here? And I didn't understand that. And so is it a business? Is it a ministry or is it a business dream? <laughs> I like it. I like it. Right. But so you've been here 12 years. What's kept you here the whole time? I mean, 12 years, is a long time, a whole job, certainly for a young person today. You know, yeah. that's, all, I mean, that's like, you know, five times longer than most people hold a job. Why? Why you st- Why'd you stay? I came for a career. Yeah. It became a calling. It's very apparent how God had just divinely appointed things in my life to bring me here at this time. And so over the years, he has just transformed my heart. I have a passion for people and relationships. 
I loved marketing when I came. Now, honestly, what I love is just getting to spend time with Cal and Corey on our leadership team, creating this special environment that people come and they are transformed. I just left a one-on-one with a team member that um, she said, this place is what keeps me together some days. She's had some really hard times. Um, She's lost a spouse this year and is a single Mm. mom at this point. And this place, she said, refreshes me. It brings me energy. Mm. And I have never dreaded for a single day coming to this job, not once. In 12 years, I get up looking forward to what sort of change, how, what sort of love and care can I give to the people in front of me, whoever that is. Because honestly, that is what I have seen. I have seen Christ and the people around me. They have brought me to this place. And I just rejoice in what God has done and what he is doing in my family. My husband is not a believer, but I see God seeking him. And he has given me a vision for that. And I just come here every day surrounded by people encouraging me in my faith. And we get to do that for other people. We get to be that light for other people. Um, And that is such a blessing. The fact that God would give us that is amazing. So I want to um, reemphasize what you said about your, the person you had the one-on-one with. And we talked about that the other day with Rick and Casey a little mm-hmm. bit about little. the value of, the, of the, the culture that encourages you to have one-on-ones with your people to really um, make sure you know them well. But um, how many of our listeners, Jim, have ever felt that way, I wonder, about a workplace. So many times we feel depleted. We feel that, you know, coming to work is a place that takes from me. Um, But what a testimony, what an encouragement to know that this is a place, yes, they give, yes, they produce, yes, they do their job, but probably so much better because it energizes them. They're not coming in dragging their feet. And um, I hope that what we talk about, what we learn about, I'm at the Kingdom Workshop, Kingdom Kingdom Business Workshop. Workshop. I don't know why I'm having trouble with that today. But um, that will encourage people to maybe sign up for the one in October, um, but also to just look into this a little bit more, you know, for our listeners to say, well, there's more that we can be doing in our workplace Mm -hmm. to give back to our employees. If you can't describe your workplace the way Gina just described her workplace, you should be coming to the Kingdom Business Workshop in mm. October. Kingdomatwork.com. Calzant, you're the president. You started as a programmer and you've worked with, and I, and I relate to the programming thing because that's where I started as a programmer, but I didn't get to be president. All right. So well, you actually are president. Yeah. I, am, I work I for him. Yeah, but. It's me and Martha. <laughs> okay. Guess which one What's I am. kept you here for 12 years? I mean, I mean, you were intrigued by what you saw on the wall when you're interviewing. You canceled your other interviews. You got the job. What's kept you here 12 years? Um, there's lots of things that's kept me here. Um, I think every day I've felt uh, challenged. I felt like people cared about me. That uh, As a person, not just what I could do for them, but um, they saw things in me before I saw them in me and tried to help out, help draw out who God had created me to be. Um, and they loved me uh, in the midst of real stuff, you know, uh, real life events. They, they, they were transparent in their own struggles, you know, um, seeing people, uh, leaders of the company share stuff uh, that's going on and just being real. And you can see how their faith penetrates in, in those moments and inspired me. Uh, uh, but ultimately, it's the same answer as Gina's. It's, it's calling. Uh, 
feel like this is a specific calling from God. I feel anointed for this. I actually, uh, I think God has told me that, that, Mm -hmm. uh, this is who he created me to be. And, um, while I'm inadequate to do this, honestly, uh, and that's not false humility. I'm adequate a lot of times, uh, that I, I believe God put me where I am. And so any gap between who I am and who he needs me to be, that's up to him to fill. Um, and man, knowing you're in the center uh, of that gives me an incredible peace, um, and deep fulfillment. I mean, I've got to see some really amazing things when I've worked working here, you know, uh, and, you, and you've been here are these 12 years, you've seen Rick and Holly Beatonbow grow in their faith and have that faith infiltrate the organization to an extent where it impacts all. How many employees now are there? A little over 200, 200 people. And like I said, it, it, so is, is it still going to be waffle Wednesday tomorrow? Uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm Probably. Not sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, isn't it every week Waffle Wednesday or yeah. is it? Okay. So there'll be a Waffle. Why? You're not sure. Aren't well, you always going to be here? Okay. I know there's some big things going on with, uh, okay, that's right. Okay. But Kingdom Business Workshop, this is the kind of stuff you guys are going to share. That's right. What, what you have seen, how you have seen the company morph in these 12 years, what's the most significant thing you've seen the company shift uh, I mean, I mean, cause I'm sure there's been lots and lots of changes, but there's probably been some major earthquake type shifts. What's the biggest thing you've, you've seen? Um, I, I would say one of them is for a long time, we saw uh, ministry as something we supported as a business, not something we did as a business. Mm. Um, and there was a moment, uh, where God changed all of our hearts to where, he showed us we had personal responsibility in that, um, that we had influence of people here and that he was just as concerned reaching somebody in one of our offices, uh, as he was reaching an orphan on the other side of the world, you know, and that we had personal responsibility in that. That was a, a major shift. And I, I, I say that one, but the other one is even as radical of a shift and has happened in the past year. Um, I would, I would say it's a fresh revelation to us, and it's that God calls us to a different kind of leadership. We, we usually just call it spiritual leadership, but that uh, he has a very specific style of wanting to love on people in our context. And it's very different than a lot of ways businesses work. It's like most things in the kingdom. It's a bit upside down, you know. A bit upside down or a bit right side up. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's a Romans 12, 2 thing all day long. Have you read that book, Spiritual Leadership? I haven't. <laughs> if you want to complete the destruction of your idea on leadership, you need to read that book. <laughs> and one of the things that I want to reemphasize is for our listeners is that Beaten Bow Homes and Kingdom at Work, you see the importance of bringing a team to this event to really be able to implement to the leadership of an organization. So asking them to register as a team and bring those key influencers that need to hear the message together because, you know, there's nothing harder than hearing a great sermon and then going home and sharing it and going, but this was so wonderful. And, and, you know, you don't get the same buy-in as if everybody's there at the same time. So, so they're really encouraging that Jim at the kingdom. Well, actually, if if you, if you sign up single, you get put on a waiting list That's right. because they want you to be here with a team. 
That's right. So kingdomnetwork.com and look at the events. October 16th to the 18th, 2018. Not that we're excited about this at all. We're excited. We're excited. Making sure that people are hearing this. We got in studio Cal Zant, president of Beatonbow Homes, and Gina Roach. She's the VP of marketing and sales for Beatonbow Homes. Gina, talk to me about what you've seen in 12 years. As a woman, you have a different perspective than a man. Obviously, God made men and women very different, which I think is hilarious because you could see the same things that Cal's seen, but you would see them differently because you just experienced God differently. How have you seen God working in this organization, Beaten Bow Homes? What was some of the big shifts that you've seen, the big earthquakes that have rolled through here? I think for me, it's it's similar to Cal. It's seeing our people as part of the ministry. I think I felt that. Uh, I felt the love and care, but really being intentional with it. I have seen Rick Beatonbow soften so much in my 12 years. I have seen him, uh, just his anointing grow and grow. I have gotten to see that in so many people. When Cal's talking about the anointing, I have been outside the camp watching that. You know, it's such a blessing for me as we were on the same team together and then then Rick and Holly just handed over the company to us. I, I did not foresee that coming. You know, we were just coming every day, giving it all we got. We were passionate, purpose-filled people. And I have seen Rick in that just release. Uh, most people want to control things and they want it their way. And we're trying to finally craft everything. And Rick and Holly have really given us this beautiful kingdom picture of releasing and that God will give you more. Uh, that wasn't that wasn't that way in 2006 when I came also, this relational style of leadership that Cal's really going to hit, we are very intentional to have small, intimate teams. That is a shift for us. Um, it was like that in the beginning because when Cal and I started, there were only about 40 people here. So every team sure. was a small team. Sure. But the intentionality of that is very rare in other businesses where you cannot have more than six people that report to you. You're just, we're not going to allow that because we really desire to connect with people and see the whole person. It, this is not a leave your personal life at home and, and just come here and be buttoned up and professional. But that's impossible. Anyway. We want to know who you are. It's impossible it to leave your personal life But people life try at home. it. But people try it. Yeah, they, mm-hmm. yeah but they've been trying And it then for- they spend a lot of energy trying to cover up or, you know, be somebody that they're not instead of just uh, dealing with what's going on in their life. It's impossible to leave your personal life at home. I mean, it just is. All right, Cal Zant, you're the president of all of this. You are, are learning about spiritual leadership, as, as we talked about a little bit off, off mic. Talk to me about what spiritual leadership looks like to you. Hmm. Um, fundamentally, uh, I think uh, it's being led by God as you lead. So, um, man, it is very different to uh, run a business and say, God, I, I think we should go this direction. Would you bless that? From saying, God, this is your business, uh, and I want to be about your business. What would you have me do today? Like, what direction do you want to take this thing? It is way different, um, way different. And the responsibility I have for the spiritual well-being of my team, the uh for making sure that I'm asking God, uh, who is it you see? Give me your vision for, for them. How can I get in on, on what you're trying to do in their lives? Uh, not just the professional life, but their, their personal life, their spiritual life. How can I, how can I come alongside what you're trying to do? And, uh, uh yeah, it, it's, I, I totally get that you can't separate the personal and the professional, but 
that's just a very different view for me. It, it, it fundamentally changes everything, honestly. And you find yourself in the middle of a lot of things you feel like you're not equipped for. Um, that, uh, but you know, uh, like I said earlier, God, uh, he doesn't call the equipped. He equips the call. The kingdom business workshop. You guys are both speaking. Talk to me about what you were, first of all, what do you, when you just describe in 30 seconds or less your elevator speech for the kingdom business workshop, Cal. Um, I would say it's a round table discussion, um, uh, about, how God is uh, revealing the kingdom through business in, in our business, in someone else's business. Um, what have we seen? We're going to share a lot of the things, what God's been doing in our business, but also I don't think God stamps this out the same way every time. I think uh, if someone copied all of the stuff that we're doing in our business and went and tried to transplant it in theirs, I think it wouldn't work because I think God is infinitely creative and he has a way he wants to do it in someone's business. And so a lot of what we're hoping is just to help people discover that. So maybe inspire them with what's, what God has done as our business, but also go beyond that. And uh, we have coaches who are going to try to help them talk through, uh, you know, what would this look like in your business and, and try to walk away with some practical things they're going to go implement. And Gina, for you, is there anything you would add to that when you were telling somebody about the workshop and, and encouraging them to attend? Yeah, I mean, that was a really great job. And, um, <laughs> it was more than 30 seconds, like, though, um, I'm sure. No. <laughs> but, you know, if I, it's the testimonies of the people that we have. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you desire, if people are captivated by this place, this is how this got started, is because they could step in here and they felt something different. They couldn't describe it. I couldn't describe it. But they felt it and they started coming and they were captivated by it. And so our hope is that whether it's talking about our kingdom style of leadership or the culture that we've created here is that people take one step, one step towards loving and caring for their people. That's it. Mm. (laughs) That's pretty transformational. And when you look at the, I mean, you guys build homes. I mean, overall, we're talking about culture and we're talking about how you treat people, but you guys are a home builder. You build a thousand residential homes a year in three major metropolitan areas of Texas. How do you keep all that in perspective, Calzant, at the same time, making sure that you're really treating people the way God wants you to treat them? I mean, you're a home builder. Yeah. Yeah. You ever uh, swung a hammer? Uh, I have. I have. Now I'm not as good as the guys swinging them out there today, but uh, they don't swing hammers anymore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just see business as a platform and home building is an awesome one. We have 2,500 trade partners right now out in the field working mm. force, 2,500 Wow! that come to our job sites every day. And that's another platform for business to, to impact those guys. And I could tell you a thousand stories of how that's played out. Um, well, give us one. Uh, okay. Uh, this past year, um, I'm probably going to get emotional as I tell this story, but, uh, this past year, uh, one of our team members, uh, had a relationship with a guy, uh, one of our trades and, um, had found out his son had, uh, committed suicide and, uh, he was in jail when he did that, uh, far away and his, uh, dad didn't have enough money to get his body, uh, and, have a funeral and uh so our team member gathered up some people who worked here and raised some money and then uh 
presented it to that guy. And, and one of my most powerful parts of this is we never knew about that. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the company did it. That's somebody on a team. The, the only reason we even heard about it is somebody shot a video of it while, while they were giving him the money mm-hmm. and that circulated via email a couple days later, but it had nothing to do with us. And, and that's just the kingdom breaking out in the middle yeah. of the business. Uh, I, I chalk that up to God and what he's doing here. For sure. Mm. Let's talk about your keynote speech that you're going to make, Cal Zant. What is it? What, what, what are you speaking about? I'm speaking about uh, a kingdom style of leadership. And we have a lot of things we do in our business um, that are maybe just the way that we do it. But I do think there's some truths that God has revealed to us um, about how he would have us lead his people, um, how he would have us do this in a way that's different than the rest of the marketplace to stand out and to lift up his name. So I'm going to share some of those uh, in my talk um, and talk how to, how to have a relational style of leadership, how to be engaged with your people, how to be connected with them um, in a way that's deeper than, uh, than just what their role is in the company. You you spoke at l- this last fall's Kingdom Business Workshop, right? That's right. Okay, so afterwards, you, did you share, share some of the same things? Yeah, I did. Okay. The response you got from people, because you, whenever a speaker speaks, when they're done, the crowds come up, they want to talk, they want to ask specific questions. What kind of feedback did you get then? And then over the last six months, what kind of feedback have you gotten? Um, the immediate feedback uh, was positive. A lot, a lot of people said, wow, that was a lot of good information. Um, a couple of them said, I've never really thought about my role in that way or my people in that way, but I want to. And uh, I would say that's where it started for me as well. I, I don't know how to do this, uh, but I can hear the ring of truth in it. Um, and it resonates. And I would say the feedback I've got since then has been even more encouraging. Um, there's a lot of businesses you know, we don't want, just want people to walk away. Uh, they felt inspired, but they walk away and they lose that fire. And I've I, I've heard several companies who have gone back and implemented these things in huge ways, restructured their companies, like at a fundamental level, to make this possible, which just shows that, that God is breaking out in the middle of the marketplace. And... Um, he, he wants to be in people's businesses. He, he wants to come right in the middle of it and get to know other people, you know, and he wants them to be part of it. Um, so it, it's, it's been really encouraging to see the fruit that's come from it. If you want your company, your organization to have the same kind of feel that you just heard Cal explain, you need to get signed up for the Kingdom Business Workshop that's coming up next fall. Check it out online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. Cal, there's a, another workshop. This one that we're at right now is totally sold out. I mean, there's ceiling room only, basically. But the one in October is not sold out yet, but... It, it's open right now. You should go and sign up. Um, we've had a waiting list for the past two of these workshops. And a lot of those are, are my friends who just waited too long. So don't be <laughs> one of those guys. Go and sign up for it. Don't procrastinate. And your team. I mean, this is, I mean, it, it wouldn't just be like if you were 
didn't know anything about this and you just went, it'd be almost a waste of time, wouldn't it? You've got to yeah. bring your team members with you. In fact, we had a lot of people come, like just the president or CEO of the company came last time, but this time they're coming back with their whole team yeah. because it wasn't enough just for them to be there. They can't bring the rest of the people on the journey. It's like you can't make progress on this if people weren't moved spiritually like you were moved spiritually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they said, uh, Casey said on Monday that there was uh, two over 200 people coming, 44 organizations represented. So that's four or five people from every organization. I mean, that's a, that's good. I mean, that's really great stuff. Gina, we need to hear from you as the VP of sales and marketing here for Beaten Bow Homes. What is your speech going to be about? I am going to be talking about a kingdom culture. And really, a lot of it is going to be my testimony right here and um, sharing that with people and talking about the way that a kingdom culture can really restore and heal people. Uh, People come every day with issues. We all have things going on in our lives, tough stuff happening. Our people have a lot of tough stuff happening. Um, And if this place, just like I said, is a place of refreshment for people, that is our desire. And that is my story and the story of so many people here. So I'm just going to tell that and talk about that and encourage people to do that. I feel like um, that is so important to me because, you know, this isn't the kingdom. Beanbow Homes is not the kingdom. We talk about that a lot with our people. Um, But, you know, if I knew that when someone left here, they were going to another kingdom culture, it is so easy to separate or part ways. What do you mean it's not the kingdom? It is absolutely part of the kingdom. It's part of it, but it's not the only place. Oh, okay, okay. Right. In the kingdom. That Some people sense. start to think, you know, you have to be very careful um, that the work you're doing, that you remind yourself you're part of the kingdom, you are not the kingdom. I, I have to do that every day and say, God, please don't. My, my identity is in Christ, not in Beaten Bow Homes and what's happening here. We have actually seen that over time. People struggle with that, but it's because a lot of the times there's not another business around here that they can go to that they're loved and cared for like right. this place. So if everybody could do that, if everybody could see their people not as an opportunity for profit, but as sons and daughters of a king, what what would this world look like? You know, heaven come. And there's not that there's anything wrong with profit. It's just the focus is not solely on profit. Nope. It's, on, it's on really treating your employees like a gift from God and getting profit as well at the same time. Well, and that kind of explains, I really love the way you put that because it explains to me a little bit more about the, um, you're not saying everybody come in and learn from us because we've got this all figured out. You've not idolized what God has done here. You're, you just know it's an example and that difference in humility. Um, I really think that that's, that's this fine line that you probably have to be very careful that it doesn't get idolized yep. that, you know, because I think a lot of people do that with their churches mm-hmm. too, where they'll be like, you know, I'm going to do everything within the walls of the church because it's safe there. I'm loved there. I'm cared for there. But that's, that's just part of the world. Yeah. That's not the whole world. So Gina, as part of your speech, do you talk, I mean, as you're, you're talking about building a kingdom culture, do you talk about missteps? Do you talk about things that you've done that didn't work so that people can learn from your mistakes without having to make them for themselves. I mean, do you do any of that? I mean, in my I, talk, I'm not. I because well, really God, a lot of it no mistakes? is my testimony. Well, there's been plenty <laughs> of <laughs> mistakes over time. I mean, what we do today to connect with people is different than what we did in 2006. Mm-hmm. Our generosity strategies are different today, and we're constantly changing them because God is constantly um, convicting us. He's calling us to new things. You know, we we have transform- transformed our giving strategies since 2006. It looks nothing like 
it did at that time. And that's because like Cal said, God is just revealing new things to us all the time. We, we in our flesh get things wrong all of the time. We just do. I mean, there's just so many, I feel like I can't even tell you, but giving is one where we probably got ahead of ourselves and we did think that that was the only way Mm. in the kingdom. Let's just give financially. That's our part, right? That's just not enough. Well, that's just not what God intended. That's not what kingdom, a kingdom business is all about. I mean, that, but that's the way I was mentored as a young entrepreneur. I was told make as much money as I can so I could give as much as I can. Nobody told me, but your, your business tree, your business is a ministry. Your business is a mission field. Your business as a leader, as an entrepreneur, you can be the pastor of your own workplace. Nobody told me that. I thought I was just making money to give money, but it's not. That's not, I mean, that's not. You guys have, like how you said, over 200 people now working here at Beaton Bow Homes. That's a big crowd. That's bigger than most churches in America. The average church in America is about 100 people. So you got twice the size of the average church in the United States of America. Talk to me about, in your conversation, in your speech, are you going to talk about at all about some of the missteps, some of the mistakes that you guys have made so people can learn from your mistakes? I am. Uh, now, I can't itemize all of them, like Gina said. And I, I, I'm not making this up at all. We've made a ton of mistakes. Like, yeah, God has worked, uh, in spite of us many days, uh, you know, and I I constantly find myself saying, God, I'm sorry. I thought that, I thought that's what you said. Uh, I get it. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm headed, I'm headed the way you showed me now, you know, and, but there's so much grace in that. Uh, even in what you were saying with the, the, Having giving is the sole strategy. You know, God wasn't disappointed in that. Um, we just weren't experiencing the full life he had for us, you know. Um, right. And there was no condemnation in that. But over time, uh, he has matured our view of it, just like a father will. Um, and he continues to do that. You know, uh, we our view of this changes a lot. I think there's there's a quote that says, uh, you know, day to day, it seems like nothing changes. But when you look back, it's all different or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like here it's day to day. It is changing really quickly. And when you look back, you don't even recognize it. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just God is really changing our, our view all the time and, and speaking to us as a group and the power that comes in, in a team in environment like that where everybody's trying to listen to, to God's prompting is leading. Um, there's a lot of momentum in that. You guys have over 200 people on your team. You said you have over 2,500 trade partners. If you average a thousand homes a year over the last 12 years, you guys have built 120,000 homes. So the influence over Lubbock and Midland and Amarillo is the other area, right? Is that mm-hmm. correct? And Odessa. And Odessa. And Odessa, excuse me. So you, you, you are impacting communities. Beaten Bow Homes has impacted communities. And, and what's really important about all of that is that you guys stay grounded as part of the leadership team for Beaten Bow Homes. What are you doing on a daily basis to make sure that your own faith is grounded solid before you walk through these doors? Um, man, I, I think spending time with the Lord. So uh, I, I actually do it here, um, but... The, the first hour of my day is an appointment with him. Um, how we kind of say that, or at least how it resonates in my, my mind is that if I'm, if I'm going to be about the King's work, I better meet with him. Um, so I think as a leader, it starts there. Um, your, your own, are, are you being st- 
still enough to hear what he's saying? Mm-hmm. Or are, are you in the word? Or are you allowing him to correct you, to, to bring revelation to you, to bring a word that you're supposed to give your team? Um, are you asking him for that? And uh, being still long enough for him to talk back to you. Mm. Gina, what about you? What are you doing to stay grounded in your faith? Yeah, you know, um, there are so many distractions. Uh, this is a large enterprise. I, can't, I still can't believe we get to do this every day. You know, we're just blown away by what God has done here. It really cows right in spite of us. Uh, we have young kids at home, too, that we're trying to be spiritual leaders at home as well. And so all, all the guys know uh, I have thick hair. And I start my morning every morning. I have a devotional that I do and read scripture every morning while I'm blow drying my hair. I sit in there. And honestly, for me, I'm alone. I have no distractions. And it's just me. Is that God. loud blowing motor in your you know, ear? Oh, okay. that's like, okay. you know, that's music to my noise. ears. I pop yeah. in my headphones and I don't even know that exists. And, um, you know, it's so routine for me. So I don't even have to think. But I'm sitting there. It just you sounds know, a lot like bragging to me. Reading Jonah. Only because this morning have hair. hair. Oh, he's like... <laughs> Okay, he can't implement that there. one, right? I can't implement that. That was a she was having a very I'm serious sorry, moment. You yeah. said I was talking to females, you know, so here I am. Absolutely. But um, I do that. I mean, I was reading Jonah this morning, um, you know, and reading in my devotional and just really digging into that. And so just a chapter a day for me is what I do. And then I pray over my team, specific people, a lot of the time in the morning, Um Right now, praying over this conference and the people that are going to be at my table, that God would speak to them. I don't know what he wants to reveal to them, but that he would give me that wisdom just to help as a table coach even. I can feel inadequate. Mm. Cal Zant, Gina Roach, thanks so much for being in I Work Room, sharing your story and sharing the story of Beaton Bow Homes. Thank you, guys. Thank Thank you you so much. Make sure you check it out online, kingdomatwork.com, kingdomatwork.com. The Kingdom Business Workshop coming up October 16th to the 18th. If you want your organization to sound like this, you need to get signed up. You've been listening to I Work Frame with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace is our mission field, but ultimately, I I work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online iworkforhim.com. I Work the number number four, him.com.